Hey, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Villarucci Podcast. Honest, uncensored, and unedited discussions about life and everything in it. So sit back, relax, and let's start the show. And I saw a tiger, and a tiger saw me. And I can't do it now. And the show has started. Hello. It's because you can break. Hey, it's because you hey break there, every Hey there, time. guys. Yeah, 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 that's basically the whole show, mocking. Um, hey, all you cool cats and kittens. Yeah, oh, God. It's, that's so co- it feels so cold now when you say it. Like, it's, it sounds scary almost. Well, it's because she's, like, fed, she's fed her ex-husband, <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, yeah. to the, um, the, to the kittens, to the cool cats and the kittens. Right, so um, it's a problem with this mic. So if you're looking on YouTube, I've got this bloody great mic sticking up in front of me, but I realise when I'm... I need one of those things that the preachers have, you know, that's it's in front of you like that. What they call it? A po- mm, lectern? Yeah. yeah, you know where they put the Bible on when yeah. they're reading? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because lectern. I've got a mic that's in front of me, but now I can't see my notes. Not that I've got any notes. It's all off the top of my head. Oh, yeah. Um, we're talking Tiger King, in case anyone hasn't guessed. Yeah, Tiger away. King. Yeah, yeah. 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 So our Tiger King chase that years. algorithm, yeah? Yeah, yeah exactly. we thought we'd <laughs> milk it a bit more. You know, we'd <laughs> yeah. get a bit as much yeah. as we could out of this, the, the, the lunacy. So it's about the Tiger King and Joe Shrivogel. Shavogel, and well, he got any? That's his original name, Shavogel. Yeah, I'm, I'm sticking with Joe Exotic. Or Joe Man Man Donado yeah. Passage. Yeah, Shavogel. So, but I don't know. So, what that is? Shavogel. What's that? Is that Swedish? Shavogel. It's American. G O L. Not sure. But the the what's the bit Machidi? That sounds American. That that bit. Because it was his uh, name was it, the whole thing appeared as his name, but one was in brackets. So I think it was that a wedding name. Was he married? He's married five times, wasn't he? He's married. Yeah, I mean, at one point he was married to three people at the same time. Yes, uh, and he was married. He did have a first marriage before that. I think before uh, same-sex marriage yeah, was legal. Couple. Oh, right, so yeah. um, so I'm not. So he has been married a few times, and I'm not sure how legal all those. Yeah, uh, well, were. in terms of his head, there were five marriage ceremonies. Yes, yeah, because you fact, can't be. You know, the, it doesn't matter about sexuality you can't be well, married the Travis to three guy, people he said they weren't married he said it was just a ceremony there was no actual yeah it has marriage. to be you can't just... be you can't be a bigamy you can't be three yeah. even without... in texas <laughs> uh yeah some states you can but i think you have to be a mormon you have to have a, yeah, have a religious the, exemption yeah well yeah. like all things with joe exotic i think it was mostly show that was the yeah, main yeah, thing yeah. as long as it for the so he was married five times well technically or not technically rather so his <laughs> first husband died of hiv i think the second one went he got done for child molestation or something, didn't And it? murder. He's yeah, oh, in right, prison. Right. He's in prison for first degree murder. That's nice. Yep. Um, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. And, to the and other sexual one. contact with a 13 year old. Yep. So, and Travis had, um, he says, did you, I'd watch an interview with Travis. So this is the guy that got laughed at because of his, um, all his tattoos and all that, which he and says, the, the documentary. The yeah, no, the no, docu- Travis, Travis was the one who, who accidentally killed himself. Oh yeah. No, it's John, no, John no. Finley, John Finley. Oh, hang on. The, uh, was John Finlay was the guy with all the fucked up teeth. Yeah, so he's now got his teeth replaced. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Is that the guy that had the tattoos all over yeah, the place? Yeah, yeah, yeah. because yeah, he said they wanted me to take my top off the whole time. <laughs> so he was a bit more goaded into being that sort of person. Yeah, he said oh, He said he yeah. also did some interview because he's had his teeth fixed yeah, gradually. Fixed up, yeah. He said that um, he was even doing, even when they were filming it, that he had some teeth replaced. And some, he said they just didn't they want, didn't want they to wouldn't show use it because yeah. they just wanted him to look. And he also said that he was misrepresented as a meth addict because he said uh, they talked about, uh, what's it called, meth mouth yeah. and then they would always cut back to you know cut back to him oh, with his, right. and he yeah. said that's 
That was but actually not, just a condition he had. Yeah. Genetic uh, condition. Uh, well, had. yeah, called a bit of both. crystal, crystal methodic. <laughs> yeah, I was going to yeah, say, I don't, yeah. know, I don't know what the genetic they, condition he, is. He complains because he was like, oh, they portrayed me as like a drugged out hillbilly. And like, no offense, but you look at him, mate. And <laughs> you look like a drugged up hillbilly. You kind of, yeah, you look like a drug up hillbilly. You sound like a drugged up hillbilly, and yeah. you come across in your entire life, and everything you've done has been. Yeah, yeah he's sort of straight out of like central casting, isn't he? Like, yeah, if yeah, you, yeah, yeah. If you yeah. got an extra, I've I worked in an extras agencies, and you had <laughs> you had people, not necessarily like him, but you would have like, right, we need. Uh, how many, you know, you want X many people with loads of tattoos who look mean because whenever there's a thug film, you know, whenever there's thug street gangs or whatever, we need those people because yeah. particularly when you're looking at extras, you don't have time to go into tons of back stories. That's why, although it might look like you're perpetuating stereotypes, you need to immediately go, right, we're going to show a far right rally. Everyone's got to have a skinhead. It's a visual, visual shorthand. Yeah, it's, a, it's yeah, the quick yeah. thing. Yeah. So you look at him and you go. You know, it's not, un it, maybe it's unfair, but you, you can't help looking at that. And they're talking about doing meth and all of this, yeah. The firing off guns and, like, yeah, yeah. driving around in pickup trucks with Confederate flags. And you're I like... Don't wanna, I don't want to jump ahead, but you know the, the documentary filmmaker, uh, the the original guy, not Netflix, Rick Kirkham? Yes, yeah. he's he, a very he, interesting character, yeah, isn't in he? In an yeah. crack addict. He said <laughs> yeah, he was... Yeah. Um, he knew, former crack addicts come on yeah. he, <laughs> he knew that um uh, who, what was the guy with the teeth i've got his name really uh uh joe finley no john yeah. finley john he said um he wasn't gay he said and the um joe exotic would be on the documentary guy's shoulder crying saying he won't have sex with me they never had sex he said and he said to him he said because he's not gay he said he, he's crying i'm married to him and he won't have sex with me um so they didn't actually even have sex so I mean, without being too gross, did they do any have any kind of I don't romantic, know, he just, physically he just, romantic relation? He he Jim. said he just he fantasized about people when he tried to make them like him. But he said he but they basically took he said he would go to the train stations and look for sort of runaways, drug addicts, mm. alcoholics, mm. and pick them up and get them to work for free, and then show them around and lord them up and make them think that's how it's sort of a trick, you know, it's a bit like a pimp. So it's that sort of mentality. But he said, yeah, he said the guy wasn't gay. He said he's crying on my shoulder saying he won't have sex with me. He won't have sex with me. I'm married to him. He said, yeah, but because he's not gay. So there was, sorry. Uh, yeah, there so was, they didn't have sex. Yeah, there was it. But that's, you know, there was a thing in big, because we were talking about celebrity culture last time. Andrew, when the, you talk, you're crackling a little bit. Have you I, picking yeah. that up? Yeah. Crackling, crackling. Yeah. Are, you yeah. Plugged, are you plugged in? I mean, this is excellent listening for the viewers. No, no, it's all part of podcasting. It's live. It's live, baby. It's live TV. I've got it plugged in, so I don't know what's going to be causing the Give it a waggle or something? I don't know. Like, it just sounds Oh, we're about to change. This is Charles doing his Joe Exotic Technical, technical, yeah, Give it a waggle. If it's all plugged in, there's nothing you can do. If it's crackling, then it is what it is. It's the early days podcasting, so stop moaning. So, yeah, it's we're going to do our thing on Joe Exotic. So... Just quickly, do you know where the, where the word zoo came from? No. It's the Greek word for animal is zoon with a Z oh, N. Okay. And a logical comes from the word logica, you know, the knowledge of, study of. So oh, zoo, okay. a logical, is animal knowledge. There you can have that. Oh. That just gets us into the into the educational part of the iTunes. So there right, you that, go. That's you, done. You've yeah, had education's that. Education's finished. Yeah. Yeah. We've had <laughs> to the hilarity. <laughs> yeah. Back to the meth smoking, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, the, the, just to get to his music video, so he doesn't sing them. It was sung by a band called Quinton Johnson Band. And what they do is, um, and they weren't written by him either, they sing it, then he sings it, and then the editing, they bring them both together. So you might hear the twang of his voice loosely in between little bits. 
Um, but so that's it's, how they it's, do it. It's a bit like uh, what's the program they use? Um, oh, that, that's sort of Korean. there's a there's a, 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 a audio program that sort of um, it makes everyone sound the same thing. Yeah, like, auto tune. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. yeah. So he said, yeah, they, of, bo- they both they yeah. both sing it, and then they bring the two together, and then sort of weed it in and out, depending mm-hmm. on what bit you want to hear. But he he him, but it's basically them singing the, the Quinton yeah. Johnson band. Um, so John Travogel, five husbands. You know, he, I didn't realize he was a police chief. You know, he was a police chief um, in a town called Estivale. This is Joe, is it? Yeah, Joe Exotic, who used to be a policeman, uh, police chief. But the the area only had 700 people and they barely had running water. It was one of those sort of towns. Nice. And he left because he's all fucked up, but you never know why. Because um, he's on, the, on always on a crutch sort of thing. But what happened is he was involved. Yeah, in yeah, because he had a, quite a bad limp, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah, he no. was involved in a drug investigation. So he was in the police when he was in his 20s. And um, apparently they run him off the road and he hit a bridge. And it basically broke his, like, done his back in, his shoulders, his face. He broke everything. Um, and then he left the police force because he was just sick of that and went to start a pet shop with his brother, who actually also died. Gerald died in a car crash. Yeah, because they referenced that in the show, but I couldn't remember if they'd... I hadn't heard about him you you know, hear being, what, if you, being a policeman. D- if it, for people that don't know, if you go to watch the Louis Theroux um, documentaries, he did one with Joe in it. Well, he appears in it, yeah. For, yeah. There's, well, there's, a, there's a bit where Basically, everybody... Yeah. There's the a couple of people that are in the... The, the documentary are actually in the Louis Theroux one, the couple of the people that are in it. He, but it, you find out more about him, like how his brother died and he, the, the memo- they have a memorial for him in the actual zoo, which is why he was quite protective over the zoo because his brother was... I don't think if he's buried there. I think it was just a memorial thing. That, yeah. But, um, yeah, so, but yeah, he used to be a police officer and he was like, that thing happened and the, they, because he was involved with a drug investigation, they run him off the road. Some people say he might have been a suicide attempt that he pretended was... A drug, you know, an attempt on his life. Um, Nothing went, would surprise me. About yeah, this yeah, guy. can't. That's, yeah. The, that's the thing is, I've had so many weird stories, <laughs> and like everyone's come out with their own angle and their own little weird thing, and it's just like, well, nothing I, would from surprise me. Looking at re- listen, the interviews online are actually more interesting than the documentary because they all say you suddenly. I realised he's quite like Trump because it's <laughs> no, no. What it is is it's more bullshit than you think. Like even though you know there's a lot of bullshit in it. Like, there was one, um, I think it was the documentary guy. What was his name? Oh, God. What, the man he made the documentary? Rick Rick Kirkman, yeah, the original uh, documentary filmmaker. Rick Kirkham? Yeah. So, the guy that was filming everything, he... um, Let me have a look. He said, Joe... Joe, Rick um, Kirkham, yeah. Yeah. He said, Joe was petrified of the tigers and never went into the enclosures with them he said the times you do see him go in he said he fucking did not want to be in there and he said the actual trainer was stood behind the camera with two guns because he was so petrified of being inside with the tigers, and all the tigers he said they they said that they, they were drugged, drugged up stuff, or they yeah were old so th- he said he fucking he was not interested in them and um he talks about like the f- so obviously in the the doc he was making a, a documentary for a year he was there did the stupid thing of having an argument with joe and basically i mean I think it was a quote that actually came out of his mouth. He said to Joe, he said, I own you. And he said, and like meaning the footage, I own you. They had a big argument about the footage. He said, I own you. And if everyone sees what you've done, you're going to go to jail. 
and then then two days later, or the, the the fucking whole place burnt yeah, to the, the ground. Mysterious fire with yeah. the alligator. It was in but the alligators, lot, wasn't it? With yeah, the he, Michael Jackson alligators. <laughs> let's not forget. Yeah, yeah from Neverland. <laughs> yeah. So he, he um, there's so many weird details. Like the more you dig, like because there's a lot of weird yeah, shit in there, right? So many tangents. But then the more research you do, like the it, there's, it gets even weirder, basically. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he said he said basically, I said I own you, and you're going to go to jail when they see what you've seen. He said because what happened is. Um, a lot of the footage showed him killing animals, like, and not giving a shit. He said there was yeah. one story. Did you hear the one about the horse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where the yeah, woman yeah, yeah. turned up with a, a thing, a horse that was getting old, and she said, I can't look after this thing anymore. Um, and uh, can you look after it? And he said, Joe was crying with her, saying, don't worry, I'll look after it. He said, leave the, the, the carriage with the horse in it. You go off and we'll drop it off tomorrow. He then said to the Rick, the um, the documentary filmmaker. This is him telling it. He said, "Go and get your gun. Uh, go and get your camera and watch this." And he said he walked up to the horse and put a bullet in its head and started laughing. Yeah. After him telling wow. he was going to look after it, he said he then cut it up and fed it to the tigers. I found that really odd. Yeah, because that was in the follow up episode, wasn't it? The special with yeah. uh, a few of the guys. Yeah. And it was interesting. With jo- that, Joel McHale, yeah, yeah. But it was really weird because you were like. I was thinking, well, what happens if that woman comes back and says, can I see Yeah, the that's exactly what yeah. I was thinking, yeah. <laughs> Are they just going to get, like, another horse and hope but the she fa- doesn't know? Sec- the fact that he said, get your camera and film this, like, yeah, he's obviously you want to hide a, that? He's not a normal person, is he? But he, he must yeah. know well, that Well, you've seen not... him. You've yeah. seen him. You've yeah. seen him. No, he's not fucking You've normal. heard him. Come yeah. on. Yeah. But I didn't actually, funnily enough, I didn't know if people haven't seen it. If you, There's an extra special now, isn't there? There's an added episode. Yeah, that's the episode. right at the end, but I hadn't seen it. Um but yeah, so him being petrified of the fucking animals, not wanting to be around them. Mm. And then the stories about that, I thought, oh no, he is that Trump thing. He is, the zoo is just an avenue for him to show off. He doesn't really give a shit about the animals. It's yeah. all about showing off. It's about getting kids in that are idiots that will lord him up and make him feel good about himself. It, the whole thing is basically a big con. He doesn't care about the fucking yes, animals. Yes, he, he certainly, ch- it seemed he chased fame yeah. and celebrity as we were talking last week. And it just week. happened to be animals in that were the thing. Yeah. You know, that makes you feel big. Um, yeah, and he was, a, and he seemed to be a businessman in the scummy mold in that he was yeah. quite willing to exploit any, vulnerable yeah. people and all the people who worked for him he was kind of fucking over yeah. and they were all vulnerable and in their own way you know what yeah, i mean but all, all purely to make him feel better that's all what it was yeah, like, but i mean we're talking him... this is most businessmen is it not yeah <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think yeah yeah because of the bullshit of like you think well he must love animals oh he's killing them like willy-nilly he doesn't give a mm. fuck so it mm. is that trump level of like oh it's complete bullshit the business he's not a businessman he's just a fucking con man but he, he reached that level i think he does reach that level um, which is so, why which is why the step into politics you're like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, like, I've forgotten yeah, about seem, that. That's perfect. Doesn't seem so far fetched because you're yeah. like, yeah, he's he's kind of weird, creepy, and kind of Willing evil to enough to go into politics. Yeah, how why did not? He, how did he get on? I can't remember now. Did he just get absolute? Did he get like no votes or something? Or he did get did votes, he but he got beaten by another guy, didn't he? Yeah, the presidential the presidential campaign was a write-in. I.e., he wasn't. He was an unaffiliate. He was a uh, an independent candidate, and I think he got less than a thousand votes nationwide. But he was oh, using yeah, money from good. the zoo, wasn't he, to do um, the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was sort of uh, the dodgy-ish finances and using money from the zoo to finance that. Um, with the with the vote run for governor, he were, he ran for the with the libertarian for for the libertarian party candidate. Ah, oh, libertarian. And he finished, so he didn't even run as governor. He ran for the fourth, the third or fourth biggest party there. Um, so it's barely and something. He finished. 
third out of three three oh. candidates. Oh, bless so. <laughs> Even with all those pink shirts. Yeah, but if, he comes, out, if he comes out now, he'll probably he'll probably win it. <laughs> uh, that, yeah, he was a couple of years behind the curve. That's the thing. Was like, it, genuinely was it, now. Was it at the end of the documentary, or was it with the interviews I watched, where he said um, the guy was saying, "Oh, he realised at the end. Oh, you can just shoot the animals and bury them rather than sell get them home to somewhere." Was that at the end of the Netflix? He said there's a big boat. He said he used to shoot them in the head and just put them in the ground when they were too big to be worth anything. Um, I can't I remember. That. I mean, because sure it was a, right at the end. But there was lots of allegations encounter, yeah. wasn't there? Because Doc Antle, they accused him of. They said, "Oh, he's got a gas chamber. He's just killing them all." But there was an ex- inspection. I think after the documentary was completed, um, that uh, and I think actually there's been a follow up because of the allegations, and they haven't found anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, so there's a lot of um, there have been investigations, but there's, so there's this is, this is one of the things I want to say is that yeah, um, there's a lot of uh, it, it's a very it's a very good watch and it's a very entertaining show, but it's a narrative edited and created out of a lot of hearsay and conjecture, yeah, basically. And don't get me wrong, it's it's really entertaining, it's fascinating, but when I was watching it, I sort of switched off my you know, because we, we've all made films, we've all been involved in filmmaking, so we know this. We know that it's all, you know, it's all fiction, even the stuff that's purported to be fact. And I sort of had to all switch right. off my my um, my sort of, uh, you know, my critical brain, and just enjoy it for what it was, and it's very enjoyable. entertainment. Yeah, 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 yeah. However, like it does stitch some people up, and it does gloss over a lot of issues. I mean, the animal abuse. This is a show predominantly about people who abuse animals, and that is glossed over completely. In, and the focus is instead of, "Hey, look at these wacky eccentric characters." Well, the, is, the oh, sorry, go on. I was going to say, which is odd because the people who who made Tiger Kings are not Rick Kirkham, but um, it was Eric Good. Uh, is as is a uh, con- conservationist, so he's made lots of nature documentary. This is his first sort of, um, I suppose. Uh, constructed document you know he's made sort of nature films in the past he's okay. uh, used to own no- nightclubs used to own real estate that's sort of how he made his money but he's worked in conservation a lot as well so that's probably what they're in was because uh, carol was told that uh, basically carol and uh, jeff said yeah. have said that they were lied to i think i'm not sure if daquantor has said the same but um carol said that she was basically told oh it's a documentary exposing the exploitation of animals obviously you, re- you run the sanctuary you know about all these other people who are running their dodgy zoos i think jeff says something similar that he was told it was about again some of these different zoos and he said it and it ended up being about you know what what happened with joe and everything although jeff has has kind of still leaned into the limelight and it's sort of like I, he was on I, he was I on do the not trust follow- a word that guy oh no says. of course not yeah. he was on the netflix follow-up but uh yeah. but carol was not well that, that that rick kirkman he says in uh, one of his interviews he said um he he felt really bad that uh that he said, I basically sold my journalistic integrity because I realized a few months in, I'm just watching a lot of animal abuse here. Like, the, yeah, I'm selling my soul. He, he claims, you know, I was doing, I didn't want to do this, but I got brought in because to make his poxy show for him. But with the, um, the understanding that I, I would have the rights to make a film about him. Um, and as he said, I was going to retire on it. That's why I was yeah. doing it. Well, when mean, he saw, he, yeah, because he met him and he just thought, "Wow, this is this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah to get a film or a show out of this." But he said it was yeah. just a lot of abuse, just a lot yeah, of animal yeah. abuse, and he sort of went along with yeah. it just for the overall yeah. show. 
Um, yeah, he said he said he, he said he should have reported. He said really I should have reported this. He did also interview George W. Bush uh, high on crack cocaine one time. So oh, did he? <laughs> yeah, I don't did you know watch? Did you watch the documentary? No. Did you watch that documentary he made? What the, um, oh, what was it called? What's it called? But it was uh, a whole, so basically he's sort of, he's a bit of an opportunist, uh, opportunist really, I think it has to be said. There's oh, not, yeah. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, compared with everyone else in this, he's probably one of the more sane people, but he was basically a, a crack addict. Again, that's not like a crime in and of itself. People Recovering. Up. Yeah, but you know what I mean. But okay, so, but then he's sort of like, right. I'm going to make a, a, so he just used to go around on crack. He used to be go days without sleep. He used to turn up to work high. Uh, but then he's, he's trying to parlay in that into a series about like, hey, this is me trying to get sober and everything. And yeah. you, you, whenever you speak, yeah. you, do, you are crackling. Karim? Yeah. Is this, is this, are we back to the whole moment when my Mac was broken and you guys no, are you, going, so you're doing try it. turning on it? Oh, there's nothing I can do, guys. Right. So either should and we call it because you will get angry again. If we just <laughs> keep like last week, literally, it was like, turn it on. <laughs> it's it's literally people. broken. It's literally not turning on. Have <laughs> you tried people. turning it on, though? And they're all doing it, it in sync. Again. Yeah, <laughs> it's not, it's not on. So I don't know. What about, we can only say this once. Can you pull the mic out and put it back in? Or will Karim just Or is that going to fuck up the audio recording? Oh, yeah, my, it might fuck up the audio. The Why would he be song. crackling when he's speaking? No idea. Because it only doesn't happen when he's not talking. Oh, it's only yeah. when he's talking. What are you on? Are you on a mic? Oh, you got yeah, that I'm mic. on the same one I've had all the time. Oh, that's strange. Karam, can we carry on? Is it fine? Yeah. Okay, right, forget yeah, about okay. it. Um, but yeah, the documentary was called TV Junkie. Um, and it was basically him in his kind of house filming him smell self-smoking crack. Um, oh, hold on, hold on. So I don't know. So what is this? That's Rick Bush. Kirkman's documentary. About what? About himself and his... Uh, oh, himself. Crack. I thought yeah. it was George Bush. Did you say George Bush? Something? He did, no, he did an George interview. Bush. Yeah. Oh, right. I thought it was George Bush smoking crack. I thought, is this an VLH exclusive? <laughs> he was... No, no, no well, he, 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 he did said he smoke crack, yeah. didn't he? Yeah, oh, okay. he said he was high and it was about drug abuse. It was a thing about drug policy. And, and he filmed he himself. Yeah. Oh. Um, the, but the, the the documentary is okay. It's relatively interesting. It's fairly candid. Um, mm-hmm. Look into the mentality of addiction stuff. It's not the best thing I've ever seen, but it was interesting. So. He, um, so just to go through, so he was a police officer of this small little town. <laughs> he, there was something in the town he said, you couldn't arrest people for being drunk, like driving, because the roads were so bad that cars were constantly swerving all the time. <laughs> so he said, you were able to tell. But yeah, when um, he had that ass- apparent assassination attempt on his life... <clears throat> Uh, he went and opened a, a shop's uh, a pet store with his brother, got, which got broken into, and everyone they nicked all the animals. Um, then his brother died, and then with the money left from his brother, the parents and Joe Exotic put the money together to open the zoo, which was is it in Texas? I keep thinking it's in Texas. Oklahoma was Oklahoma, yeah. Sorry, the parents helped. Uh, yeah, because for some reason they got some money from the, the the brother dying. I don't know how. I think they got like a. The, the, I think he said the parents got $140,000 and he got $70,000. So they just cr- put the money together and opened up the zoo, which is actually a memorial zoo. They call it the something something memorial zoo, Gerald Memorial Zoo. Um, oh, it was the uh, Ger- uh, Gerald Wayne. That's it, yeah. So that was his brother. Park, yeah. So yeah. That, that's how it started with just one cage. Um, so, as I said, I, I, I do think he's a bit of a con man. So what he did is he pulled, <laughs> like Trump, he, you pulled, heard every, it here first, folks. he pulled everybody no. in, around, he pulled the weakest members of society in to sort of prop up his delusion, really. And this, the, his delusion was, I love these animals, which is, he didn't, from, you know, when you get the people that are living there, they go, well, he didn't really. He just got people in that were drug addicts and drunks and things like that to prop up his delusion. Um, 
So again, this is a Trump thing. Um, but ha- having said that, though, I think a lot of the uh, employees seemed yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like a lot of the people, the uh, people under him or whatever, the people worked in the park, they seemed more sinned against than sinned. You know yeah, they I mean? looked like people that did need help, and they found something that helped them. It's just yeah, putting up, then it was yeah. just putting up with him. Sort of and, thing. and and they all said them they all said themselves they said well we were just there for the animals and, yeah. and we were scared that if we weren't there because I they did they said they all said to a man or a woman they did care about the animals and they said if we weren't there we didn't know what would happen to them well so I, they, I watched they felt the, compelled to to sort of carry on the the interview with Kelsey Safari Sal Saf, you know, yeah. the arm Saf now I'm not going to be rude. I'm not being rude I just don't know there we go was that, was that a bloke or a girl uh, they identify as a man yeah. Right, hang on. So you, you've been, you're not clear. Just say it up. he, just he, he, a, he, he, he. Right, yeah. So it's a woman he, that's transitioned into uh, a man. I, um, anyway, yeah. So, yeah how yeah, do you know that? Do they talk it, about it? Because they said, yeah, because they said. So she used to be, he, fuck's sake, can't talk like a normal human being they, anymore, can just, you? Just use they, it's easier. Um, they, in, no, I've got to say, what did the, what was he or she born as? Uh, I think they were born as a lady, but uh, they said that uh, from the in the interviews they said that when uh, from from the time that they could talk, they always identified. As yeah, a man. but let's not clear it up. We all know what we're trying to say, so clear it up for me. It, 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 she is now a woman who used to be a man. No, no, no she used to be around. a man. I think she was. I think she's genetically born a lady. But identifies identify as a man. man. Okay, so now Kelsey the fella. Yeah, um, uh, and got... and as a former former army um, oh, okay. uh, a soldier, did tours in Iraq and Afghanistan. Oh. So, well, even in the interview, she, she? no. He, but but he. Sav says she doesn't. He or she doesn't. She, yeah, mind. I mean, so, yeah, 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 yeah. Because she's couldn't been, believe how level headed she was. He, he, yeah. Oh fucking yeah. what? Doesn't it doesn't? They said they were cool. They said that Sal, yeah, they got misgendered and they were they were fun. Right. So can I just clear up? <laughs> so now is she to be referred as a she or he? As a he, just say a he, he, right? He and, don't, and Sal, forget everything he, else. He, he yeah. him, he, him, Sal, he, bloke, he, he, Sam, he. the fella, or so Saf, fe- just call it, call it Saf. Saf. So the fella, Saf, he um, who got the arm ripped off. Talk about a more balanced person. Mm. He just, it was so nonchalant about what happened. He said yeah. that it was uh, seven days after the incident, five days after the amputee, I was back at the, the zoo. He said yeah. it wasn't. It, we, it was a golden rule. You don't put your arm through. I was told not to do it. There was a zoo rule not to do it, but I did it. So it's nobody's fault. There's Tiger's fault. It's not even thing. It's Joe Exotic's fault. We weren't supposed to do it, but I did it. So I just thought, Jesus Christ, like, <laughs> we'll talk about well, he said he was worried that um, they were going to put the tiger down as a result. The tiger was, yeah. I think they took it out of um, circulation, as yeah, it were. Yeah. So it was put, it was just put in the, which makes you worry. You think, is that what Joe told? Is that what <laughs> yeah. Joe told Sam? Oh, we went, to, went to a farm upstate. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> as he's shoveling it out to be fed to the yeah. other tigers. So, as, he's, as he's dragging a big tiger-shaped bag into the van. Yeah. <laughs> Look. Let, let's just get on with it. Let's start taking this seriously. Let's just get to old Carol. Oh, old Carol. How are you doing, Carol Baskin? <laughs> she uh, must she's be sweating not, bullets. <laughs> she's not doing good. She is, I mean, obviously they're all in lockdown as we all are, uh, mm. but they're getting daily death threats, hourly death yeah. threats. I think mm. they've had to disconnect their phone, they've said now, her and her husband. Well, so do you want to just explain the, the brief of story of what happened, roughly? So the two of them have. A, she calls hers a sanctuary, but yes. it's not actually a sanctuary. It's a bit of a con because a sanctuary 
means it's closed to the public and it's just but hers was fully open to the public and she made money so the yeah. word sanctuary that she used was actually bollocks and it turns out that all the things she was slagging Joe off for, that was how she started. She used to breed young pups for tigers and things and sell them. And she's apologized for it now. But I thought, well, what a bloody hypocrite. Oh, that, that, yeah, 100%. That, that, and I, the you fact, can't tell the difference between the two. Because I looked up the sanctuary and he said, no, a sanctuary is somewhere that's not open to the public. It's, it's, and they go, oh, so she's full of shit as well. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, my, my interpretation of a, an animal sanctuary is you don't have people coming yeah. to her. <laughs> Yeah. And pulling the animals around. It's supposed to be like a breeding program or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So um, she was married to Don Lewis. Was it Dan or Don? I wrote an O, but I can't uh, say. Don, it. I'm sure Don. it's Don. That so Don, Don Lewis, yeah. rest in peace. Poor man. Unless Who, he's uh, actually secretly Jeff. Yeah. So my, <laughs> yes. that's the conspiracy theory, yes. isn't it? I, that was, that was, that was, that's galaxy brain, like conspiracy theory. There's actually Jeff Lowe. Like, they, faked, they faked his death. And then he came back as Jeff Lowe to scam <laughs> Joe out of the park. Oh, fucking God. genius shit man. that's lovely um <laughs> yeah. so well, to just to, so basically her husband and her weren't getting on he took a restraining order out on her um two months so b- between that time and the time uh, between the time he died and them not getting on um, an amendment was made to his will which said if i go missing <laughs> yeah carol baskin gets the money like that signed was my, a diff, an entirely different signature. Yeah, and that's the, the 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 lawyer said. He said, in all my years of service, I've never heard of anybody or know anybody that's heard of anybody ever putting that clause into their own will. Um, so yeah, he took a restraining order out, and two months later, uh, was it two months or two weeks? Uh, it's like if I get run over by a truck, don't investigate, <laughs> yeah, don't do yeah. an autopsy, just accept yeah. it as fact and move on. So yeah. he finished. Her, what is it? A brother was in the police force as well. Cousin, cousin, was, cousin, her cousin, cousin was, was a sheriff or something. Um, in the sheriff's department. When somebody talks about a dead husband and she sort of everything's a sort of a wise crack about it and all those people are so silly and she's constantly smiling while she's doing all these things and looking it's off all into the things the like uh if, if i really wish they would find a body <laughs> yeah <laughs> because if then I, I would well, be free <laughs> when people say if you were, if like, you were going what? to murder somebody then why wouldn't you do this this and this and you go oh what what do you say <laughs> yeah. so um yeah the whole time even when the husband's talking about it like he's stood next to her uh, and he's talking, and she's just sort of looking off into the distance. And you go, "What is going on in your head?" As you're staring off into the distance, um, trying to remember how much his life insurance policy yeah, is. So, um, yeah, and why got... is she dressed like she's about to go into midsummer as well? I yeah, mean, like, yeah, she's got that look to her. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's got. She's got always that. wearing the flowers and stuff, yeah. and the hippie. She, she looks like she's about to sort of go and bury, yeah. you know, go and burn someone in a, a bear cast. Yeah, she, she had that gloss over the eyes, that smile, that fake look at me. I'm smiling. And she yeah. definitely breath. Yeah. She definitely breastfeeds him as well 100 <laughs> she breastfeeds her, her this new husband oh so the the um the, they spoke they did an interview with the hillsborough county sheriff um chad chronister <laughs> she had what sorry she she they did uh, i saw an interview with the the current um sheriff of uh, hudsborough hillsborough county chad chronister okay yeah, yeah. and he said right so the guy was definitely murdered so this is the police officer now and he said um they did ask Camel Carol to come in to do an interview, but she declined <laughs> uh, a, po- a polygraph test. But she declined. Oh, yeah. Yes, that was because she was. Um, she, her version of that um, is that, and and how are we to doubt her? Is that she was originally going to uh, go in and do the polygraph test, but then a lawyer said uh, she hired. Then I think it was a criminal lawyer because um, up to that point she only ever had a retail, um, a retail real estate lawyer. Um, so. 
uh, when she hired a criminal lawyer, this was after she'd gone in, uh, agreed to initially to do a polygraph test. Is this the after the initially after the disappearance then? Yeah, the, they just said, because the police were like, oh, just to eliminate you from the line of inquiry, etc. Um, and then the criminal lawyer, this is according to Carol, uh, said, don't do that because um, polygraphs only work on having an emotional response. And she was like, oh my, and I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> they're was they're not entirely reliable and they're not even admissible in court, really. They're no, not, they're, they're, only, they're only used to do, um, I think, really just as a stepping stone to keep investigating that sort of thing. And as, and as a kind of, because <clears> if you turn one down, it's kind of, an, it doesn't prove anything <laughs> to take one. But if you turn one down, it's kind of, ooh. Well, it's like know. pleading the fifth, isn't it? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah, witch hunts, you know, saying. if you plead the fifth, then you're... You're basically saying yes, but I don't want to admit what it. Is the, what is the meaning of the plead the fifth? You don't want to incriminate yourself. Well, this, you have a right taken. not to incriminate yourself yeah. under the Constitution. But I don't, want, don't know what that means. What does that mean? Because um, you, right you have a right to not answer a question, um, but that, and then that... Well, that's that, the right to remain silent. Yes. It's basically that. But that, but you remaining silent should not be taken as admission of guilt. Oh, so it's just that, in other words, basically. You can, yeah, you are legally okay. allowed to not answer the question, but then oh, that okay. doesn't necessarily sh that shouldn't legally imply that you are guilty by not answering the question. Oh, you are, but you, but it's just gone now. It does mean it does mean you're not answering uh, because basically, be, yeah, because naturally, if yeah, if you yeah. said, did you murder your husband? I plead the Fifth Amendment. So yeah. You go, <laughs> Well, well at, we least, watched the, at least lie and say no. We all watched you know the OJ I mean? Simpson trials. We all yeah. know what that yeah. It reminded me a little bit of um, Piers Morgan, uh, who's, who's faced a lot of accusations over phone hacking. And Hugh Grant uh, said uh, yet another thing. This was a little while back. said, oh, you know, but you were phone hacking this person, that person. He said, well, I was never found guilty. I've never even been uh, faced trial over anything like that. Whereas you got caught for um, hiring a prostitute. And I thought... Which is true, which yeah. is true. But I thought, yeah. wouldn't an innocent person go, no, that's not true. I never yeah. hacked anyone's phone, yeah. other than they didn't catch me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you cheated on your wife, so there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're just like, all right. So Carol Baskin, well, uh, that'll be to be continued sort of stuff, but she's got to be sort of sweating a little bit with like the, the, the ring closing around her. The police officer did say he was having a lot of calls in every day and he did ask for people to call in. He said, because it might be an insignificant information for you, but if you have anything, basically call up and it's a cold case at the moment, but we will look into it. Yeah, but so you're just going to have so many cranks going like, oh, you look at her hair, it proves it. Yeah, well, he you know, did we're, say we're, most of the calls to me would just go and get her sort of thing. He said, well, that's not helping. <laughs> Have you got any proof for it? It's an anonymous caller. She totally <laughs> yeah. did it. Go get it, Philip. Yeah, that fucking bitch. Yeah. I got yeah, all I, the fucking evidence right here, Philip. I, I know it's... Uh, if it, is it, did we say it was Texas? Uh, Oklahoma. I think, Oklahoma, yeah. Texas, that is, isn't it? Oh, no. well, she was in... Where's she? She's in Florida? They're in Florida, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, but when he's like doing his show and he's literally shooting a gun off uh, an effigy of her you go jesus christ mate like that's a bit always saying we want to put her head in a fucking bowl or whatever he was saying you think how are you like he's sh shooting a gun a mannequin saying that's you and you go gee what the fuck uh, and joking about another waco joking about if the federal officers come i'm gonna murder them all murder all my tigers kill myself remember, and then yeah. kill all the federal officers and oh, you're like God. Mm. we've all we've all had mornings like that though, yeah. we've, we've all, all made youtube videos yeah, like yeah. we've all said tweets we've all said tweets out like you know like uh, your internet's running slow and you're like right that's it i'm killing all the tigers <laughs> the um the, the going back to the jick rick kirk so yeah that's carol baskin um 
presumed innocent. Let's just say that's legally, that's presumed innocent. Um, so, but the Rick Kirkman guy, it made me laugh when in his interview, he said, when I left, he said, oh, I had to have six months of um, counselling to get me through everything that I'd seen. I was thinking, how much is that? Is that the fact you lost all the, the fucking footage? But he was saying, no, it's like everything that he saw there, he felt sort of terrible. He said, in a funny way, losing all the footage made him feel better about himself because he said it was like karma coming round on himself. It actually helped him mentally to know that you was going to profit from all this stuff, but actually you profited from none of it. Yeah, a bit like when yeah. Jesus gave back the, the 30 pieces of silver and he thought, yeah. ah, now I feel <laughs> all right. Yeah, six months of therapy. If your documentary film crew has got to have six months of therapy after they've lived with you for a year. That's um, well, that's the thing. And he obviously does have uh, issues yeah, with things. So, so it, yeah. he has addiction issues. So maybe that was just his way of not relapsing or dealing with stress or this kind of you know emotional issues without self-medicating which is yeah. kind of what he seemed to be doing yeah, the so, thing yeah. reminded me is the stupidity of a filmmaker he's supposed to be like he was talked about look i'm a proper professional filmmaker but he sort of came down to do this thing for him to help him out but who fucking only makes two copies of filming and they're both kept in the same fucking room like you said one was in the safe but the safe melted so you only got two copies of a year's worth of filming and you keep no. them both in the same bloody room even well, we've got, made three copies. I know. I've got one of the copies of the, uh, of the pilot. Uh, Charles, no, did you get a raw, copy? The raw footage. Yeah. No, I've got the raw footage, I think. Charles, did I give you a copy? I've got a few copies knocking around here. Hey? He's, he's selling them out like his car boot. <laughs> 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 oh, good on him. I've got to, no, I Charlie got to one, have his I, taster, man. Yeah. Like, you know, I've got to, You've got to wet your mine. beak, as the mafia say. Let me wet my beak. <laughs> So we've got three copies. <laughs> All the heads of the three Hydras. You've got one, Andrew's got one, and I should have one. Yeah. Any other copies are purely illegal. Does it have like a thing on the bottom of the screen that says this is not to be sold? <laughs> Going across. Uh, this is a Doc, this is a Doc Antle says the yeah. um Doc Antle says that the good thing about the only good thing I think he said um in in an interview was because he didn't do the he didn't appear in the special. Um, I, which I'm sure they must have asked him. I'm sure, I'm sure asked Carol. Good, yeah. Ka they would have asked Carol, knowing she would say no. Um, but they asked Doc, and uh, uh, in, a, in an interview with the press, he said uh, that um, the only good thing to come out of Tiger King is that it has reopened. The, and uh, yeah. he said, I think he said it exposed Carol because um, he said everyone in the big, you know, years before. I don't know when, when did her dis husband disappear? Quite some time ago. 1997, I think. Oh blimey! Yeah. So yes, ninety-seven. Yeah, yeah. So he said that everyone in the in this kind of uh, small world of the big cat parks knows knew this open secret. So, the, um, so we've got all the main characters. The Jeff Lowe character that they just seemed a bit weird. So it was basically a guy, from what I can tell, he was in America. He was looking to invest in a big zoo or open because he had animals of himself. Um, Joe heard about him and then flew over and they spent a couple of days together and convinced him to sort of pay all his bills off and take mm. ownership of the the um, the zoo. Um, but I couldn't tell. Was he rich? I mean, he turns up in a Ferrari. He says he's got this big house, which was actually turned out he was renting them. Um, so I couldn't tell if he was a rich guy or was he a con man as well? Uh, he has. Okay. Because realistically, because when they introduced him in the show, they said, oh, there's this guy and he's an investor and he wants to invest loads of money and he's really rich. And I thought, 
what serious businessman yeah. would go anywhere near this guy like Joe? In I mean, realistically, why would you invest money with him? Why would you get into yeah. business with him? Why would you go anywhere fucking near him if you were a serious guy, if you're a rich guy, if you're a proper business person? And then they show Jeff Lowe walking up. I mean, the guy's in his mid fifties, and he's he's a white guy in his mid fifties, and he's dressing like a black guy in his twenties. You know what I mean? (laughs) And you go, oh, okay, yeah, there's something off with this guy. He does have a string of convictions as well. Oh, did he? Yes. What was it for? Is it financial? Two thousand and seven. He was sued by Prince for selling clothes with Prince's trademark on. (laughs) Oh, so he's a con man, right? Okay. Um, Well, allegedly, maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Prince sued Prince sued everyone. Okay. I I think we've all had. (laughs) <laughs> but he's we've all had a cease and desist from Prince at some point. Bless him, yeah, just for um, breathing. But he said that he was working on the staff and Prince's. He was employed by Prince's staff. This is in court, and Prince's staff was like, "No, we've never heard of you. You're just printing shit with our logo on." So they got the cease and desist to stop it. 2008, he pled guilty to federal federal mail fraud for posing as an employee of the Citizens Opposed to Domestic Abuse charity. Oh God, what? A domestic, obviously, a domestic abuse charity. So he scammed them for a million dollars of merchandise that he later resold. So, but ho- for, so he what? scammed a a, a a battered woman's charity mm. slash shelter. Yeah. for a million dollars. I got the money from the charity. Yes. To do what though? What What was he supposed to do? What it was, was a. It was equipment, and uh, oh. I. It was sort of, It's a bit vague. Oh, the, he's the nice. Record. Yes. Um, 2015, he was found not guilty of a violation of animal care laws. Oh, here we go. Yeah, uh, he was again it. later arrested in 2017 for failing to appear in court on another charge involving uh, animal abuse. Oh, so he is a sort of charge. He's just plodding around trying to find a way in to con somebody. Yeah, he seems a bit of a grifter. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, and, Allegedly. And there's me I'm thinking he's a nice guy from when he was looking for a nanny and he wanted sort of <laughs> the best looking pictures to be sent in. Before he decided when he was, on when he was trying to bang that bang his nanny, yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. He's wanted to get a nanny. So let's send, send me in your modelling pictures. That that's always a good start for a nanny, because um, <laughs> yeah. he's what in an open relationship, like isn't he? Yeah, yeah. When, when his missus when, were in it, yeah. When the ad for the for the nanny just says "send nudes," yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> topless only, yeah. <laughs> um, but he, she didn't speak in the thing, did she? She didn't speak at all. I don't remember seeing her. Just uh, photographs uh, of her. I don't sure if she did speak. She did in the special. Um, oh, she the, did the, oh, the release and special. They interviewed both uh, both of them together. Oh, in the special. Yeah, um, but she's not the nanny, is she? That's his. No, no, no. He's married, and they and they mention the nanny, and he's oh, okay. just a bit like, and she's like, no, you, yeah, yeah, but sleeping fact, with that nineteen-year-old girl behind even, my back. Mm. Even in the show, when he's saying, "Look, no, I'm getting a why, why you not want an attractive nanny?" And you go. Oh, he doesn't give a fuck. He's like, yeah. the question is the problem. You don't understand. Yeah. It's not my answer. Um, See, so yeah, old Jeff Lowe is in Harley Davidson leather jackets and bandanas. <laughs> it's it was weird, and, and he's now selling uh, clothes on eBay uh, that's supposed to have been owned by Joe. Nice. For like, like, like nine hundred quid for a t-shirt. That's a real classy like, business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of a bit. It's kind of a bit small, small time. You know what I mean? He's like selling stuff on eBay for like five hundred quid and stuff. Yeah, but I'm sure all of his, every, you know, this 
Ferrari, all of that. That's all going to yeah. be a house of cards. That's all going to oh, be all rented, carded up to it? the bar. Yeah, yeah. 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 It, it, he, he'll be one of these people that you know, one one mispayment, one heavy bill, and that's one, the end. Of it. One failed insurance scam. The missus is gone. The girlfriend's and every, gone. And everything's gone. Yeah, and then yeah. he'll be on to the next. You know, he'll file yeah. for bankruptcy and, and, yeah. and you know, start up somewhere that. else, conning somebody else. The one well, it, the, it, it sort of hinted that at the end, isn't it? Because I introduced that guy, Tim Stark. Who's that? Who now? was uh, the one of the guys who took over the Zoom? Oh yeah, yeah. Joe. And he was bitching about, oh, uh, Jeff was supposed to put in money and work, and he's just not doing fucking anything. And, and yeah, it's, right, yeah, you know, basically he's kind of grifting me now. He's in the Louis Theroux documentary. He's another big player in the Louis Theroux documentary. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's he's another one kissing the monkey, with the bloody tongue in its mouth, like oh, cool, yeah. He was they, he came to came, he was just featured sporadically, wasn't he? That yeah, one, yeah, with yeah, the monkey, and you thought like, oh, he's just giving context, and then suddenly you're like, oh, he's one oh, of he's Joe, the story. Jeff's yeah. fucking uh, you know right hand man. Is he the one in the Louis Theroux do- documentary where Louis goes to that house and then he's like too scared to go outside because yeah, he brings just the going cat fucking mental. <laughs> oh, oh, the no, monkey's the, in the garden going no, fucking mental. Yeah, he goes. To throwing one. like the, the patio furniture at the windows <laughs> like they go no it's fine do you want to come out and he's like no 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 yeah no he goes no. to the one with the, the monkey and she brings it out and he goes can I go inside and the monkey runs up and smashes the fucking windows on the yeah the, yeah, yeah yeah yeah, yeah goes, and he just goes mental <laughs> but no he hit the guy but that's a woman he is in that but he's one he brings out the fucking 800 pound fucking tiger the white tiger or whatever it is not 800 pound but um and he sits next to Lou Theroux and Louis just stands up and he goes, he's doing that thing of, no, 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 he's fine. He doesn't hurt anybody. And he says, like, how, how much does he weigh? And he goes, like, you're three, four hundred pounds or whatever. And he goes, right, so technically he's got you on the leash. <laughs> and the guy's sort of like, you know, <laughs> holding this little, little leash, you know, this fucking cat that sat and higher than him. Um, but yeah, I wanted to get to actually the Louis III documentary. Uh, but to, to, to stick to this, so I don't know if this is going to be like, this is not, outside the murder story and all that, eventually we're going to get around to the story of zoos because they all seem to sort of eventually collapse and all these blokes that got brought in one after the other, who was a sort of guru fucking um, zoo fellow that was in it with a ponytail who had all these wives? Doc Antle. Doc Antle, yeah. He, um, they all seem to be a bit iffy by the end of it. They all feel, felt a little bit dirty by the end of it. I, yeah, the, I mean, because Doc, he sort of went, okay, so this guy's just, thought, yeah. well, how can I parlay this? You know, I want to make a sex cult. How can I do that? I'll have tigers, you know? Yeah. And so this is not an admirable matter, but you go, okay, he's got his cards on the table. Which one of them said, because he's talking about having little cats to show the girls, and he said a small pussy gets a big pussy. That was Jeff, actually. Oh, that was Jeff Lowe. Yeah. When he was sneaking the uh, tiger cubs into his uh, into Las like Vegas. Vegas suites, yeah, yeah, to impress women. Yeah. Oh, God. But, you know, this is, you know, talking about selling Joe's T-shirts and everything, we're all going, oh, how bad these people are. But, you know, is this any different? You know, it's it's Gwyneth Paltrow selling her vagina candle. She's not the idiot. It's yeah, the she's low so, level. That's it. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's the people buying the candle. That candle sold out. So it's not. Is that Jeff's, a real thing then? Yeah, it's it's not that it literally. Basically, they didn't like rub it on her vagina to give it a scent. But legally, to say you got to do something to legally call it. Uh, or do you it's not? because no, you just, you just call it you my vagina it. candle. It's not. Oh. It's not a food. It's not a so, vagina. Basically, she said. Apparently, they came up with a random fragrance, and she smelled it, and went, "Oh, this smells like my vagina." And so that's and the marketing decide. guy said, "Excuse me." Well, it started. Yeah, I think it started as a joke. Oh, uh, fishy. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> Imagine if well, you got it. Was, it went, Jesus Christ! What the fuck? Yeah. The there was fuck a meme. Yeah, I told there was you. A meme. <laughs> 
There was a meme saying that uh, if you can't afford Gwyneth Paltrow's candle, this is what you do. And it was just an a open tin of tuna with a candle. Oh, well, let's get on with this. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, this is a free podcast. You're free, you have not been charged for this content. Um, so... But yeah, but, you know, people buying Joe's yeah. T-shirts, sweaty old T-shirts, you know, what? who knows, who dreads to think, those will never be clean, those T-shirts. Yeah, I'd say, so, you know, I was just like jumping around entrepreneur, but when you said he conned the fucking domestic, that takes you to a level of like, yeah, oh, you're a horrible fucking shitty That's person, like the people right? who rob, you know, the poppy appeal tins. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because uh, yeah. you know, like, it, was, it was like a battered women's charity and stuff, and it's just like, fucking hell, man. Yeah. That's, you know, that, that's, that's some real scumbag So shit. I wonder if this is going to cause um, some discussion over just the validity of zoos all at the end of the day with everything. Because well, you they think also... that with Blackfish, that led to a massive negative yeah, 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 yeah. thing about things like SeaWorld and, and yeah. all those sort of things with killer whales. Uh, I mean, the people who made one of the executive producer behind this film uh, is, as I mentioned, the Director and producer is Eric Good, who is a conservationist. But the executive producer is Fisher Stevens, who of what of, of of the of this documentary Netflix. Yeah, well, okay, no, he's right. not the executive producer of. No, he's just an executive. He's probably just of the show. Yeah, 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 probably just attached his name to it to say, look, this is a legit. You know, you quite right, often okay, bring yeah, on yeah, an executive yeah. producer to say. Just you know, to push off, it through financially. Well, to, yeah, to give it the bona fides because this was Eric Good's first. A documentary outside of being an H film, but Fisher Stevens um, had worked on things like The Cove, which was about oh, the right, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. of dark yeah, dolphins. So he's got terrible, sort of, yeah. yeah. Um, so, but it is odd that, as you say, it, it just becomes about the people. All anyone is talking about who wasn't, you know, aside from if obviously if you're with Peter or Petter or whatever it is, um, or if you're with the WWF, you, you'd be talking about this anyway. But the fact is, all that anyone's taking away from this documentary is, fucking Carol did it. And, and you know, we're doing it right now. We're saying, like, oh, isn't Jeff a scumbag? And isn't Doc a bit creepy? And, you know, no, and isn't Saf really kind of level-headed out of all of them? And isn't the guy with no legs? He's kind of chill. Yeah. You know, Rick was funny with his hat. No one's saying, oh, God, what's happening to these animals now? Yeah. I think yeah. it will. I think it will, when the thing dies down, I think it's brought up something that will be a second wave of like, this is really disgusting what's been going on. Because they all, like I said, they all seemed a bit filthy after, but by the end of it, it all just seemed a bit mucky um, with the animals. Nobody seemed to be really looking after them. It all seemed about, he said, but he bought them from there, but he says he's all right, but they don't. I, I would like to think that if this if if they've been in England, they, this all been set in England. Yeah, most of those people would already be in prison. Yeah, but, but for, we for can't keep big cats. Can we? There's that law. That to them, that's like the firearms law. Do you know what I mean? I can keep. Yeah, because they're like this is to... government. This is tyranny and government. You know, I should be able to to breed cats and and murder, suffocate them slowly if I choose to. And it's just well, like, see, well, I don't think you should actually. We're going to the point of ethics. I did want to say because I went back and watched the um, Louis Theroux documentary when he's talking about people that own big zoos and Joe Exotic was part of that and um, th th there was oh, again I'd seen it about five years ago and I thought oh that's a bit shitty like the animals there and then I just watched it remember I said before when you watch a film you can watch a film every five years and you'll see something mm. new because you've learned more about the world you get the references a bit more you understand the nuances of your know, story a bit more so when I've watched this and it, it showed the bit again which I could remember where a woman had loaded chimpanzees. There was two women that had chimpanzees. One of them had one, one had a few. And she goes in, she opens a door, which looks like a big shed. And there's about 12 chimpanzees in there. They're all spitting at jo uh, Louis Theroux. They're all throwing stuff. Um, they're banging, rattling the fucking cages, banging around. And she says, oh, come on, we've got to get out of it. And um, he's saying to her, like, do you think they care about you? And she went, oh, they love me. Like, I know they love me. 
And I just thought, this is like a mental health problem, this keeping <laughs> animals thing. It really is a mental health problem. And there was a bit where, uh, so in the Louis Theory documentary, where um, he goes to women that take their monkeys to like an outdoor fete or something like that, and they're bringing their little pets. Everybody's got little pets. One of them is a kangaroo in a pushchair. I should just let you know, that's not the mentality, but a kangaroo yeah, in a baby's a pushchair. Um, and he's saying to the women, oh, um, that's nice. Uh, how long do you, are they hard to look after you? Oh, she loves me. One's got earrings in, one's got a dress on, little monkey. It's got earrings. Says, it was in actual pierced had ears. Had pierced earrings on each one. Oh, he says Jesus. to the other woman, would you have your Just ones? get a cat, man. Just get like a little dog or a little cat. Don't get the ear pierced like... on the cat either. But yeah, yeah, that's no, no, saying, but yeah. I'm saying that get, a little, get something because they obviously need a baby. Yeah. Like, this is all baby substitutes. Just get a baby or get a little cat something. And the little cat will <laughs> like Carol's husband you. And, and like, it'll be fine. Just just don't bother with all this shit, man. But um, yeah, he's. He's, he, the second he scratches at all below the surface by saying, do you think they're happy or do you think this? They immediately go, uh, I, I don't want to talk about it. I don't, I don't want to talk about it. And you think, oh, for, you can't even just, it's pure delusional. Like just the second you are, like, honest to God, they remind me of Trump supporters where the second a normal <laughs> A lot person, of them are, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the second you ask a normal question, they panic, they're not used to it and they can't lie because you're pulling them out of their delusion. And um, so the one, yeah, the, 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 he was talking in the documentary about the woman that had a, the, the pet, I can't remember the name, but it ripped off the woman's face. She took it out Probably in public. And it, oh, yeah, 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 chimpanzee, yeah. And it attacked her, ripped her <clears> face <throat> off, ripped the fucking hands off. And it turned out she was giving it wine and it was on antidepressants. Fuck and you go, but, but the, when he was talking to the women and he's saying, and the one woman said, oh, they love me. I know they love me. These chimpanzees, full grown chimpanzees in cages. I'm not kidding. You're talking like six foot by five foot, rat banging the cages inside this little shed. And I thought, this is this is mental health. Like, this isn't about, oh, I love pet. This is a mental health problem. This is a sick person that thinks these things that are smashing the cages species and spitting love her. Um, yeah, and I was just thinking the whole thing about zoos. And I, we, we, we know they're going. They're going to go. It's just when do we grow up and attend to the fact that it, I always remember, and I hope people don't think I'm being funny when I say this. But it's just, I always think about a photograph I saw um, when they took black people from tribes at the Amazon and put them in cages. The, the human zoos. Them, yeah. yeah, and wheeled them yeah. through. And they were saying the same things. Well, they can't think. They're not civilized. They're animals. D didn't they, they had one in, in, in Belgium, didn't they? Up till like, was it at some point in the last century? I well, think. didn't up we? The, the up the until about 1910 or something they had. Where like, we... Like, yeah, well, we spoke. Cages. We spoke about Sarah Bartman, the 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 Sartagee, the girl that was um, lauded around the UK that was raped and things like that. Who Beyonce wanted to play in them? Um, I in think this might be this might be PC pre Charles. Oh Ooh. no, really? Okay, or BC be before Charles. <laughs> <laughs> you might confuse things if you say that. But um, um, yeah, so this woman was pulled into. The, she was taken from the. Uh, uh, she was built. Was it her name? Might have been Belgian. Oh, she might have been taken to Belgium first, where they she got her name. But she was from a tribe. Yeah. Oh, what was the name of the tribe? The Guji. It was like the, the, the Belgians. The Belgians had their Belgian Congo, and they they ah, did yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah. awful things. They they were very very oppressive and very yeah. So nasty they they took her around because she had a big so, bum yeah. that was unusually big, and they took her around the UK and f showed her around. And but the, the movie was going to be made, and Beyonce said she wanted to play her, and then the the Koi Koi tribe it, yeah. the guy oh yeah yeah i think the, the guy come out and said you're having a fucking laugh but there was quite there was quite that. a big backlash about that yeah not just because of what he'd said yeah yeah, yeah no, a general yeah. kind of but it was thing. ridiculous but so anyway but yeah so but they they thought well you're from a tribe you live in there you dress naked you're an animal and it's it's like oh maybe we have to 
we've come around to the fact of animals do have feelings so fucking slowly, like they feel emotions and stress and all things like that. And now we sort of know. But still, they've got that sect in these Americans of, well, big cats, I should be allowed to cage them and put an animal that needs 200 miles of territory and put it in a sort of 10 foot box. Um, and watching that Louis through a documentary, I thought, fucking hell, this is horrendous. This isn't like bad anymore. This is fucking horrendous. This woman is caging stressed fucking animals that he said, um, uh, I think it was in Louis through, he said, don't get near the cage. He said, because they'll pretend that they're playing with you until you put your hand in and then they'll flip out. There was the guy in, uh, oh God, it might've been Tennessee. It was a trainer. Um, somebody who's looking after the zoo who got killed and what he'd done is he was he went up to the cage and he said they were playing games with him. And when he got near, they grabbed him from under the cage and pulled him in and killed him. Um, he said, and yes, in this documentary, the guy said to Luther, he said, they'll pretend like they're playing with you because they'll get, they're, they're sapient enough to know that you are caging them. They're not an animal that's just going on instinct. They know they're being with, they're held and you're holding them. They're that smart. He said, so they will play games and jump around and do tricks until you get near them. And then they'll grab you and try and pull you in. Yeah. Well, it's, um, it's like those women who have like sort of chimpanzees or any of these things, really. Um, they'll sort of, they'll be okay. They can be okay for a very long time. And sometimes they'll get these chimpanzees or these monkeys and they'll live in a house for like 10 years and they'll be fine and chilled. And then one day they'll just go like lose it and just go fucking mental and just like smash the place up and attack them. You know, well, you, when you see them sat next to the tigers and all that, and he's going, Oh, it's okay. It's fine. And you go, you are literally delusional. Like you think you know, you've created a bond and it knows. And to a degree, you might know each other's personality a little bit, but there's no love. You're still, all you have to do well, is think smell all those right. Time, yeah, well, the the thing on his boots, the alleged, you know, tampering with his boots. Oh, and Joe's boots when he pulls him. Yeah. yeah, but you're just like, oh, this was the animal that you loved, that you have this bond with, yeah. but it just wants to eat you now that but, you're... Yeah, because it's delusion. It's pure yeah. fucking delusion. Like, you don't, they're, they're not right for these animals. That's, you know, it's, it's just, I think we need, to, we need to snap out of it. I always think about people in the future looking back and going, oh, that generation, that modern 2020... They were just stupid people that thought animals didn't like were like them. They thought they had these um, relationships. There's a there's I, a book by a guy. Sorry, he just quickly he said um it was about writing about dogs and he said you think you've got your dogs to sort of like do what you want and be your pet. He said the dog's actually training you to give it food. You know what I mean? Yeah, it knows what yeah. to do to wag its tail, so you will give it food. So you're being trained, not the other way around. But I was I was just going to say quickly, yeah, I, I think they have a, a very different uh, view on animal rights and uh, the care of animals, very different in America than we probably do. Yeah, well, it's the ownership. It's the same basically. arguments about guns. It's the me, my, my rules. You can't tell me what to do. I think yes. it comes under that character uh, um, ca <coughs> category loosely. Um, mm. And when you watch the documentaries and you listen to them talk about these, like I said, a kangaroo in a, you go, that's not even a joke, a kangaroo in a baby's pushchair. And you think, oh, this is what it wants to be. The guy, um, so the guy that was working with the other fella who got brought in, who was the Harley Davidson guy? What was his name? Um, which oh, Jeff. Jeff, the one that got brought in with him to open up the zoo with the, the bald fella. Not, not, not the spiritual guy, the other one. Oh, God. What? The two that were going to start it together, the zoo together. Uh, the two that were going to start the zoo together. So who's the, who's the guy in the, the leather jacket? The, Jeff. The, 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 yeah, Jeff. So There's the Jeff one that, Yeah, and him, the other fellow was going to do it. Tim Stark. Tim, that was it. Um, in the documentary, Louis Through documentary, he's in that. And um, he's saying... 
the he said, look, well, surely these animals would want to be like live a life out in the open. And he says, no. He said they want to be caged and fed. Like, they, they, and I oh think, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he yeah, says yeah. that. Oh, no, no, you don't understand. He said, why would an animal want to be out in the wild and you know it can be killed and all that, or it just be wanting to be fed here? And you go again. This is mental health. Like yours, yeah. don't know what he's like. He's like, well, do you want to live in the wild? He goes, yeah. well, do, you, do you want to like live in a house and like just yeah. have, have a PlayStation and TV? Yeah, 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 and have cable TV and internet. And you're just and like, you go, what? God's sake, like this is mental health. When are we going to say <laughs> you're not in control of yourself here? You're not somebody that's capable. If you're, this is, we need, we need to go, look, these places, it has to be sort of like politics to fix these things. You have to go, okay, you love animals. You cannot make money from them, like politics. Okay, you want to be in politics? You cannot benefit financially from it. There needs to be, it's that important. It has to be, okay, you can have a sanctuary. Lovely. Look after the animals and take and look after them, but you can't make money from them. You can't make money from them. Um, or a profit, I should say. It should be run yeah. as a charity. Yeah, yeah. It should be run as a foundation or a charity. And you can't have them yeah. for pets. You can't have uh, uh, chimpanzees. It's like keeping like an ignorant person as a pet. It still has feelings. It's still No, but I'm talking about it might not be able to read books and all that, but it's still a feeling living entity that you have caged. Um, <laughs> it's not funny, but I was just thinking, I think it was... Um, the chimp that played cheetah it might have been a bonobo in oh. the old very old black and white tarts yeah. <laughs> and it basically just lived in a mansion um it had so it was a big hollywood star was it <laughs> yeah it basically it had servants it just they used to let it drink whiskey and right, well <laughs> just, apart from apart from him and it and, watched and, tv <laughs> and it watched tv and all this kind of yeah and just had servants bringing it haute cuisine Fair <laughs> enough. Um, but just spent you know right up until at the end i think it i think it was quite till quite late on eventually had to go to a sanctuary because the where these where chimps um and the other primates essentially um become de you know they start seeming like docile and then they suddenly because they basically get dementia yeah oh. and f without being uh, you know it's horrid but they basically forget their training they forget their you know in the same way that um people with um, certain types of dementia may act inappropriately it's they sort of lose they, their yeah. social conditioning or whatever yeah so it's the same yeah. thing so these chimps are basically going you know their brains are going and so mm -hmm. they think oh you know this is that and that's why they start you know sexually assaulting <laughs> carers yeah. or they start you know there's chimps this is um uh, or yeah so basically i think cheetah basically got too old and became too wild so they had to put it in a sanctuary but it's just going around smoking cigars <laughs> and drinking sort of like the uh, do you remember the, the typhoon advert um, removing yeah, yeah. chimps from the 70s or 80s yeah. pushing PG the pianos yeah PG pushing yeah but those ones were horribly I don't think those were well cared for at all I think they had their they had all sorts of things mm. done I think they might have been drugged I can't recall to basically I, get th I think they still. sold the company and went on the, their own <laughs> they sold the removals firm that they worked for yeah and, and they just they spent the rest of their days playing <laughs> poker after the advert the they were a laughing stock they, the dogs from the painting, they, play poker. they eventually just moved up to management and got a yeah, bunch yeah. of Eastern <laughs> European people in yeah yeah those adverts I think I remember something somebody saying to get their lips moved they actually put salt on the lips it, yeah. they don't want to close their mouth um, so what do you reckon about zoos it's, it is going isn't it it's going to go it's just going to happen as I, we become more civilised yeah I mean I think the it depends on what kind of zoo you're talking about I think if you go to something like the you go to a, a let's call them legitimate zoos they are well London Zoo somebody work, says yeah. to me look don't London Zoo is a good zoo one because there's not masses of roaming lions in every cage it is a conserv uh, conserv 
what is it? What's it? It's a conservatory zoo. It's it's it takes old yeah. animals to learn from them and care from them. That's why it's not an amazing zoo to go to, like these outdoor things with like tigers roaming around. Yeah, the it's one like, in Regent's Park because they have yeah. a larger facility out in Whipstay, but that's for the yeah, larger that's to show off. Got. That's the but he said lo- the London Zoo is where <clears> they take the old animals. It is to look after them, care for them, and look for them and train people on them. Um, so yeah, something like that. But um, that even that's not great. But just these, I'm going to have pets and keep them caged stuff for people to look at. And then, especially when you get to the chimp thing, when you go, we're going to have to snap. One day we're going to realise how intelligent they are and they are feeling stuff, which we have only really realised in the last 20 years, really. Yeah. Um, before then, they were just sort of acting on instinct. They don't know nothing. There's nothing behind the eyes. Um, so it just, it, we'll have to, going to have to grow out of these things, of these zoos and private animals. But the problem with the American thing is, because it will happen in, in Europe first, which it has, I think, but in America, it's the law thing. It's that me and my, it's my, you can't take my rights sort of thing. Well, we're seeing it now with coronavirus, you know, people turning up saying, you have to let us go back to work. This is an imposition. On yeah, our, you're telling us what to you do. Know, now. It's unconstitutional to stop us dying. <laughs> but, but yeah, but it's the same thing. I mean, they accept that with gun, with gun rights. They accept that, yes, you should have a, a right to own guns, but then that also means that 25,000 to 30,000 people will be murdered a year from them. Yeah. Uh, and they just accept that as a as the cost of doing business, really. And it's the same thing with sort of coronaviruses. They see that, yeah, we do, we value we value the concept or idea of, of freedom or, or autonomy or whatever so much that we're willing to say, you know what, five hundred thousand or a million people will have to die in order so long for me to go to the me. shops. Yeah, did well, you, or anyone see, I know. Do yeah. you see the interview online with the Doctor Phil when he did he's done an interview like a tweet interview thing? Doctor Not Phil a real doctor. Yeah, it's important to say. No, I think he, he was, was, he was giving lots of stuff about like uh, germs and like uh, hygiene stuff, and I'm like, dude, you're, you're, what are you? You're a psychiatrist or something? You know. But, but it turned out that like a few people that have gone to speak um, about we should get back to work. It turns out he's got a lot of money in stocks. And shares. That's why he's yeah. got to do all these things. It's just one of those celebrities saying, "No, nah, maybe it's not that bad. You know, maybe we should get back to work, so my fucking stocks don't fall through the fucking." Yeah. Um, so they, I never liked him. Even when I saw him, you see him on the Oprah Winfrey show. I just didn't like the way he was. He seemed more like a showman than anything. Um, but anyway, so um, so that's the, the the Tiger King special. I think well, we've we have, covered it. There's one person we oh, haven't talked about. Who? Hang on, don't Is... say it. Well, I'll give you an I'll give you an audio clue. Go on, Dan. Dan, 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 Dan. I know no? the tune, but I don't know who. No, think, of, think of jet skis. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, James, on. James Garretson, the guy who was basically the informant who turned informant. Oh, yeah, the snitch, in, the, the, the federal snitch. snitch. Yeah, the sli- he slimed into the shop and yeah. slimed his way out again. He he looks like someone um, who. Uh, in the Sopranos, Paulie would beat up in season two for a gambling debt, and then end up having to chop his thumbs off with a pair of gardening shears. Like I was, I was watching a documentary about uh, it was about sort of the in, the in, inner world of incels uh, earlier. Another today, and I thought, exciting night. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I thought, well, well I live my best uh, quarantine yeah. life. And I thought, um, if James Garrett popped notes, up as one of the, turned up to pay behind one of these balaclavas, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, he's, he's largely kept out the limelight. He's just. Uh, yeah, so what was off. the story there? So so he's actually sort of um, probably the closest thing to a legitimate businessman that anyone in this documentary is, despite, despite being 
sort of um, seen as the slimy one who who turned the ball in. He. Now how did he get involved with the the documentary? What was his? Well, because he because he owned nightclubs, he owned strip clubs, he owned. Uh, he just had money. Those... That was the thing. He basically had money and became a partner. I think right. with Jeff, but then just he, got squeezed yeah, out. Yeah, he was friends, he? but he was also another big cat owner. He, oh, ran, right, right. he ran two zoos uh, before that um, in Dallas and Florida, but there were some ch- uh, law changes there um, to ownership and how they, they these uh, zoos could be run. So basically he ended up donating the animals that he had to Joe. And he used to do the touring thing that Joe did as well. You know, yes, take, animal take around animals to go thing, pet. Yeah, yeah. So he was on the inside with them and the police wanted to get to Joe. So decided to look into his, what he was up to and found a lima or something. It, it's because he was involved with the, with the hit. On Carol, oh, the hit. That was it. Right. Or yeah, the plans yeah. made yeah. it. So he was quite heavily involved. So that's why he turned informant. You know, he wasn't. But just... they needed to get him on something, didn't they? And it was through the illegal lima or something he had. They sent in the the not the, is it the feds? I the, can't remember. Yeah, yeah. I think in his, they sent he had a pet store, didn't he? Uh, I, Something. Might, uh, it might have no. been a pet store, but yeah, they they sent in the feds, and then they they went through all this stuff and found that we had a lima that was illegally imported, and basically got him on that. And that's he how he did own it. a strip club and several bars, and I always think anyone who owns a strip club is yeah, slightly yeah. dodgy, yeah. just from what I've heard the stories on the from, cusp, so, not illegal yeah, on the cusp. So, so I think he he said that he he became an federal uh, a conf- confidential informant because he believed it was a noble thing to do. But I suspect um, there are some sealed documents somewhere, allegedly, maybe potentially of him involved in other things. Yeah, when you watch the interviews, there's a lot of um, I know what really happened. He knows that I know what really happened. Sort of stuff going on. So you, it's just it's all. For- well, that's why he zoomed off of on the jet ski. It was him saying, <laughs> yeah. I, "You know, I'm going to get Joe. Uh, I'm going to get Jeff." And then there was him, and that was it. He just, but he's kept out of the limelight. Otherwise. And who he, was the guy? I've just remembered now the guy that was going to do the hit, the sort of nutter of the. Oh, uh, he, he gave some the deposit to go and kill her, but he just went to a nightclub and sort of got high. He just yeah yeah yeah. He just got like he just bought loads of coke. Yeah, just, like went off for like a week. <laughs> and he said I had no like intention of doing it. Yeah, oh, fucking, I forgot about him. There's so many characters in it. <laughs> that was the first hitman. The second hitman was uh, an undercover FBI agent. Oh, that was right. Yeah, he brought him in to say, you go and yeah. do the thing. Well, the 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 documentary, the Rick Kirkham, he said he even said to him once, I said, I've got a lot of money if somebody would just go and get rid of it or go and take care of her. And he was like, this fucking guy's off his fucking head. But it, it's so strange because so many of his videos, as you, as you were saying, I think right at the beginning, were about, you know, oh, I'm going to kill her. Oh, this is her. I'm going to shoot her. And you're like, how is this not a criminal Illegal, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah, we're all no, pulling yeah. a gun out and going, here's the Carol, here, Carol, bang. And you go, fucking hell, that's like... <laughs> and, and threatening violence on federal agents, on the government. Yeah, you like, yeah, tell you, yeah. Well, he says in the Louis Theroux documentary, he said, if they ever tried to take my zoo from them, I'll kill all the animals. And Louis goes, you've got 1,400 animals. He said, I'll euthanize every one of them, then I'll do myself in. It'd be another way warning. Um, But he was tied in with the police. I think once somebody worked on the police force, was his actual limo driver. On, he said because the police didn't want to come onto his compound, but they came in every sort of five or six months, didn't they say, Um, just to check. But he basically had an in with this copper who was his driver. Sounds um, about right, yeah. The, the, so that they kept away, said that he was king on that place, like nobody could t- do anything to him. Um, but and the thing that caught me off, and it's a bit out of the story, is the the last guy that comes in that marries him, the tall guy, who is talking to another guy, in, and then he just blows his brains out, and they show the footage of the guys talking to him. Oh, that's, Travis, that's yeah. fucked up. Travis. Yeah, that's fucking And you crazy. just go, it, it's just a fucking guy that's, that's junkie. That's Travis. Got, yeah, that's Travis Melon. 
Molinado. Because oh, he said... Um, Molinado, the, uh, Molinado, yeah. When yeah, Rick Molinado. said he, he thrived on people like that who had nothing, he'd come in and he'd yeah. give them a car, give them a four by four, give them a load of drugs and guns and just feed whatever hole in them. He just feeds that hole even more. And he said, yeah, the, but when you're watching the documentary, you go, oh, this guy, yeah, and he was a bit crazy and weed and all that. And then he just pulls a gun out and blows his fucking brains well, out. Well, because the, um, the story as told is that uh, he the gun was loaded, but he was saying, because, you know... Um, I forgot the name, the name, the name of the chap, but the guy who helped is his campaign manager. Yeah, yeah, Joshua yeah. Dial. Oh, yeah, yeah, he um, that he'd said, oh, but there's a, there's still one in the chamber. And he said, yeah, but guns don't, can't fire without the magazine. He in. said this specific model can't fire if it doesn't. Oh right, yeah. I that. would not test that theory against no, my own. Not head. on, not on my own head. Maybe against the wall or the floor or something. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? But even when he shoots guns at people's feet and you go, he's a fucking nutter. Like, yeah. guys, they're all laughing. Know? They're like, <laughs> yeah, that's great, I, Joe. I will go fucking, you don't point guns at people. That's I, I, Even I know that. And I'm yeah. not gonna, With a Rick Kirkman, he said in one of the interviews, he said he shot near me three times just to sort of be funny. Uh-huh. Go, Jesus Christ, that's a bullet. It, things ricochet, yeah. you fucking idiot. <laughs> um, so yeah, anything else you want to say? Zoos, Joe, Joe Tiger, Joe Exotic, Joe Exotic. Yeah. Joe's at it. Yeah, just the voice. That the guy went that the um, interviews he said, Why did anybody think that voice was singing those songs? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, come on. Yeah, it's quite it's quite smooth. Sort of, yeah. yeah, country and it's a kind of standard kind of and we do this for love yeah. country. You know, it's kind of just your standard country and western and it's just like and then you hear him talk and he's like, No, no, no. R2 D2 starts speaking. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that that covers everything. No need to watch the documentary. Now I think we've covered every angle. We've ruined it for everyone. Yeah, no, I'm, I think everyone in the whole world must. Well, somebody said that. he said this is the the most watched documentary in history. Now, what would be the second? Triumph of the Will. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> When we were kings, the Muhammad Ali thing must have, no, it'd be probably um, to do with fighting. What's, uh, what's a very good uh, documentaries aren't very watched, are they? Like, they're not very. They they can be successful, and they can be good, but they're not often. They don't often it's have Fahrenheit break out appeal. That might be. Yeah, one huh? of probably one of the thingies ones. Yeah. Yeah, bowling for Columbine. Yeah, yeah maybe that, yeah, they had cinema releases. They actually had mainstream yeah. cinema releases, didn't they? Yes, yeah, so I would imagine this probably is the most watched documentary in history. Maybe. I think so. It's, yeah. a, it's a, it's like so he's got his fame, but it's just now he's caged. So it's like what's but the choice? I, that was something I meant to say. He, uh, I think, because he. Oh, he you mentioned still Trump, aren't you? No, no. Oh. It was, he's married to one of his. No, Joe's going to do. Joe Exotic's going to call all the media together and do a video presentation about how he was right all along, oh, okay. just like. Trump did about coronavirus. No, um, he was, uh, I think it's his, uh, I can't remember who it is now, but apparently Joe is well aware of his fame. Oh. He's um, he's remorseful about uh, his treatment of the animals, although, because he's spoken with the uh, the directors of the doc of the of Tiger King, um, but they said they're they're not convinced he is actually all that um, remorseful about his treatment of animals. But he still and he still denies that he uh, tried to t- take out the hit on Carol that it was a genuine I, thing. It was. I her. think he's remorseful that he got caught. You know. What yeah, I mean? but like, he's but he is reveling in his fame. He's trying to do um, a radio. He wants to do a radio yeah. show from prison, which oh I'm God. not entirely sure how that works, frankly. Well, uh, prison think- radio, but it's us. <laughs> oh, Krem's popped up. Sorry, what did you say, Krem? We're all in lockdown. Nice little dig there. I don't know. <laughs> um, 
but but they, but they do have prison radio. But I just I'm assuming you can't um, broadcast. There's apparently a local radio station, and they and they want him to sort of do co-host uh, a weekly show or something, or, or a regular show. But then you've got work? that law. You've got that law about not profiting off your crimes, haven't you? In America, you're not allowed to profit directly. Uh, well, most most countries have that rule. You can do stuff. They, you're right. They do have. You can write books, though, can't you? From prison, yeah, yeah, you yeah. can um, do sh- interviews and stuff. I mean, fucking Charlie I'll Manson glorify, did interviews, yeah. um, didn't he? And stuff. So, um, and, and lots of serial killers have and stuff. So they can do that. I think you have to get yeah. uh, dispensation or whatever. You have to get uh, approval from the government. There was a guy on YouTube who's very popular. He's talking about time in jail, and he he says in one of the interviews, "I have to." keep saying part of the rules of being on youtube i'm not promoting this this is a bad thing do not follow my footsteps oh. so i suppose if you're just not showing off about it you have to do those things about look it's not good what i've done but if you're in, pr- in prison at the fucking time but he won't be able to help himself he'll get half yeah. an episode in and yeah. then start yeah. saying fucking carol ca- yeah. carol this carol that and now yeah, wish you dead. <laughs> and then you know he'll but i'm telling he'll... you the sort of psychosis that he's got it wouldn't surprise me if he'd be happier inside with the fame than outside without it. Do you know what I mean? He's got that sort of mentality of, yeah. like, if I'm well-known yeah. inside, I'll take that over not being known outside. Yeah, um, yeah so anything else? I think we covered everything. Anything else you want to mention? Uh, the, the do we st- think there'll be more? Do we think there'll be more Tiger King? Will there be a... There will, <sighs> just purely on money. Even if there's no story there, they'll find something. It can't not... Yeah, they'll make it upset that, yeah, the 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 that they've got yeah. more footage. If you look yeah. into the story of Joe himself... I did have some notes. So he was abused. He was like repeatedly raped when he was like five by like an older boy. Um, uh, you can read the stories about that online. Um, oh, that's not me, Joe. But, yeah, Is I'm, that... Um, this is obviously a, I, I know what you're going to say it. but no, is that is that ver- is that verified yeah by... I mean he goes there was stories about like he was even talking about how it happened and what the guy used to do he used to prop the fucking desk up against the bedroom door so the guy couldn't get in and all that okay. um, but that's just loosely going over it um, so, so that, that his mum has died but he was saying that the other guy killed her the guy in the leather jacket and the bandana he's saying he's responsible for his mum dying who died recently um, he's, so he's blaming her yeah, his mum. But they're, what they're saying now, the story is J- Joe and his family, his background is a story in of itself, like the, how he got to there and all the fucking family members. His dad, dad died. His dad died in jail. His dad was in jail and died for something, took his own life for something. But they're basically saying that would be the next thing, how he got to that point. Like everything before him and all the because there was that met. very, um, very quite sad again. I mean, it's you have can to you, take everything. Can you think his, his dad? To see where his dad died. It was something about it being in jail. Mm. Oh. Yeah. There was, um, that he said, I think it was quite, it might have been the first episode or maybe this, it was quite early on in the whole thing where he said that he came out to his father and his father made him swear yeah. in front of his mother he, he wouldn't come to his funeral. Yeah. That's oh, I remember that bit. Yeah. That's not very, uh, why, yeah. why, oh, because he didn't, oh, because he was gay. Because yeah. he was ashamed of him being oh, gay. Right, yeah. yeah. So I didn't want him at his own funeral. Oh, yeah. But, but I think his dad yeah. died when he was. Six, I think, but he was definitely in jail. I, I, I think he took, call, yeah. I think he took uh, his life. It's difficult to know what the fuck is real <laughs> and what's not. You know what I mean? And yeah, like everyone's is... saying, everyone has their own agenda. This one, this one said, everyone has their own agenda. Everyone's kind of trying to cover up their own kind of crimes and misdemeanors. Plus, a lot of the main there. characters are sort of con men or yeah, could have yeah, murdered yeah, yeah, somebody. Yeah. So they're all 
basically yeah, everyone's liars. guilty of something. They're all trying to cover up their, their bits <laughs> and implicate everyone else and make themselves seem cool. And yeah. a lot of people have seemed to be fuck-ups, drug addicts, and compulsive yeah. <laughs> so liars. And mess. nutcases. So, like, it's a bit of a mess. Like, yeah, you don't know you who to believe. you say it like that, you go, this is just a fucking zoo of human beings. <laughs> yeah. The animals are the only normal fucking things, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, because um, yeah, I, I was thinking that. I was thinking, where's... Because I was thinking structurally as a show, because this is more entertainment than factual. Yeah. I was like, this is more of a... a it's more it almost... You've got to view it as like a, a fictional show. It's like a yeah. soap opera or fictional show rather than a, a, an in-depth, detailed documentary. Because yeah. they don't do any investigation. They don't do any fact-checking. They yeah, don't it's just do he any, said, she said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They, they just report. It's all tittle-tattle and gossip, and that's, that's the way it's presented. Um, and... Where the hell am I going with this? <laughs> oh, don't worry. Krim, did you find anything out about the suit? Is... Oh, no. No. Nah. I'm not having this. I'm going to a second opinion, Krim. Hang on. <laughs> so glad you, uh, you were. <laughs> Hang on. Uh, dad. Oh yeah, what was I going to say? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, when I was watching it, I was just like, uh, "Who am I supposed to be sympathy? Who's the who's the hero? And where am I? Where's my sympathy supposed to be lying? Yeah, who yeah, am I supposed to really yeah. sympathise with? Um, some of the people like Saf and and the dude with no legs. Um, that you're like, yeah, and, and the guy with the long hair was it Chris or Eric? Eric, the the the, the guy with long Eric, yeah. yeah, the guy with long hair. Who's uh, who? Who ended up murdering lots of the animals? He said, "You're like, yeah, they they seem kind of cool, and kind of kind of chill, and they seem like victims, basically, of this of this weird guy." But it's it, it's difficult, yeah, to know where who's what's the. I was thinking, sort of, what's the takeaway from this? You know, yeah, I think because they're secondary characters, as it were, mm. that mm. they're not. You know, they're in and out of their background. Yeah, there's no animal conservationist who was really trying to save the animals there's no because you kind of think oh well, carol's the carol's the one that you go oh she's just as bad as the other ones and she killed oh, yeah. her husband maybe allegedly uh, maybe yeah. <laughs> um so yeah it's, it's difficult to sort of yeah they, there's no sort of standout hero really and it's an odd show because of that and it just gets sort of it obfuscates it with weirdness because they're like I mean, don't get me wrong, I really enjoyed it, but then it, it sort of throws these weird characters at you, and a lot of them you could edit out, like the drug dealer guy. Yeah. I can't remember the, the drug dealer. Who's the drug dealer guy? Uh, Mario Tabroa, who was he was the former Miami um, cocaine trafficker. Oh, the Scarface guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah Scarface guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm sorry. Like, yeah. he didn't really do anything for the plot. I'm saying just as, oh. as a narrative, he didn't really do anything for the plot. Like, Doc Fuckface. Um, <laughs> again, like, um, like, he's an interesting character, and like, it's really interesting to have him in, but he doesn't really do anything. You know what I mean? As a character. I was saying, if it's I was editing odd. the show, I would edit them out, and I would focus more on other uh, things. I'd weird. probably keep... I, I know what you mean about the Scarface guy. I'd probably keep Doc Antle in it, because you yeah, just go, here's he's, another... Yeah, fascinating, yeah. Yeah, but and also because I mean it, it's fascinating just because you're like, what's his beard going to be like this week? Is he shaven? <laughs> is it goatee? Is it the little? I don't know what it's called when it's just the little tuft under your under your lip. Um, How many episodes were there? Was it seven or eight? Seven, seven, seven proper, and then eight, eight for the like sort that. of Q and A follow up. Yeah, he's the bonus yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there, there's definitely going to be more to come. I think, it, like I said, it's going to go into Joe's background. I couldn't find anything about his dad, so I'm going to just go with Krim. Because I'm sure, I'm sure Jeff would. Um, Although Jeff was kind of coy about doing it again, I think he would. Doc, um, I said no, he wouldn't. 
Carol? Uh, Ka- Carol, of course you won't do one. <laughs> Alice, you've got a defence. I'm surprised, Carol. genuinely. I mean, obviously, th- this is just a thing of their uh, psychosis and their, their sort of uh, ego or whatever. But all these people are guilty of multiple crimes. Yeah. And I'm just, why would you let a documentary crew anywhere near you when you are just mm. obviously involved in vaguely criminal I wonder if it, it's you have to meet them halfway they all have, somebody has to be ready for a documentary crew to come in and all you do is you prey on their insecurities so if somebody's egotistical and wants yeah. to be seen as this thing you need them to be like that before they'll buy your bullshit if you're just a normal person and they're happy they're not going to invite it in yeah. it's why like Louis Theroux I think he said once actually he said, how do you get people to be interviewed? He said, they have to want me to be there. He said, I'm like a vampire. They have to want me to be there before I can come in. If you're Some just sort a normal, of validation happy person. Or whatever. Yeah, if you're a normal person, you go, no, what's the benefit yeah. of having you follow me around all the fucking time? Well, it was so interesting. I, sorry. It, it, it was interesting, Doc, the amount of time. You know, they even referenced it. They said it feels like he's direct. He's a better director than we are. <laughs> because even though they included it in the documentary, yeah. again, showing that he, you know, he had less control than he thought. He said, oh, I'll get out now. I'll go into the house and let you in rather than have us, you know, because he was sh- when he was showing them around the comp, there were loads of times where he said, oh, maybe it'd be better if we filmed it this way, that way. I mean, yeah. Carol even did that, I think, in her intro. She said, oh, is it better if I kneel down? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When she was, you know, so some of these people are very yeah, media savvy aware, yeah, aren't they? Just yeah, saying. Yeah. So I think I just you play on their ego. Look, we're coming in. Yeah. We tell them, oh, it's a story about love and this yeah. and that and marriage and this, and you can get to tell your story finally. And then they just go, oh, the, there is a thing called editing where we're going to twist all this up. And then it's how many people have done documentaries and gone, you motherfucker? And <laughs> unless you have creative control, unless you yeah, have a, a final it. final say yeah. on the cut, like for the for for what how they're going to present it, you're always going to look bad. Yeah, that's, nobody's that's the designed. Key. There's no doc you're not designed to look good it's friction yeah. and friction and lies and twists that's yeah. what it's so you never even if you are pure you something's going to be twisted somewhere yeah yeah they're, they're going to find something they're going yeah. to edit you in a way that maybe you you won't like or won't I be think just, yeah. Yeah. well quite heavy part. heavy criticism was labeled against uh there was a rolling stones documentary crossfire hurricane um it's quite a few, it's quite old now it's probably but within the last 10 years and it uh there was all this criticism saying, oh, it's just a Rolling Stones propaganda piece. They're creative control. And you're like, well, you're not going to get them to sit down otherwise. Yeah. You? <laughs> yeah. You're not going to get the fucking Rolling Stones to sit down because they're very litigious. As a, you know. But then you have the, the thing like the um, biopic of, um, oh, God, who's the, who's the gay fella? The, the Rocket Freddie Man. Mercury? Rocket Man. Oh, uh, Elton John. Yeah, where he's like one of the executive producers. And you go, ah, see, that's how you get that film. You get a film that's sort of like, oh, poor me, but then it's not really a bad thing about you. It doesn't really show you in a bad light too I, much. I, I haven't seen it, so I don't know. Yeah. Is, is it quite haggy? It's, it's quite a haggy film or? about an egotistical pop star that has an egotistical pop star as the executive producer. You're not going to get anything. You're just going to get what, you know, what you, you want to be seen. Um so uh, there you go. So uh, that's why they say uh, uh, unauthorized autobiography is always uh, more interesting than a biography because you're just yeah. going to get what yeah. nobody's going to yeah. genuinely want you to see up there. Go and speak to that person that hates me and go and speak to that person that I cheated on once. Go and speak to that person that I fucked over. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, but anyway, so it was, yeah, it's was a good. Uh, uh, but did it start? Did the documentary come in after the coronavirus thing? I'm thinking, is it popular because we've all been stuck inside? I, I think it that's right been part of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it, it would still break you because you think of things like making a murder and strange. You know, it's not like Netflix is not a cult thing anymore. So I think it probably because oh, right. it's just there. Yeah, 
Yeah, and I think it was quite heavily promoted as well, wasn't it? On the, you know, I'd heard of it even without, yeah, even yeah, before, right, yeah. you know, even before this. Mm. And um, I saw the trailers. I saw the trailers on YouTube, I think. I think the coronavirus definitely helped. That's when people had seven yeah, hours yeah. to sit down and yeah. watch. Yeah, well, um, certainly that's probably what's boosted this massive. It probably would have got to these crazy numbers through yeah, word of mouth, yeah. but it's got through them in a great big chunk, almost like a theatrical release. You know, suddenly has its opening weekend and makes yeah. all this money. Obviously, it's not quite the same, but you've suddenly got forty-eight hours where everyone can watch the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, it was one of those things, I suppose, because everyone watched it um, at the same time as well. Because yeah. that's the trouble with uh, right, streaming yeah, yeah. services is it's everyone's spaced out. Have you seen this? Have you seen this? And everyone's like, oh, I watched the first two episodes. Oh, I've seen episode yeah. seven. It comes out at different times. That was one of the successes of the Mandalorian uh, when it was released in America because it was weekly. Everyone was sort of watching it every week, and then it created a bit of a buzz about it. What's the Mandalorian? Uh, that's the Star Wars show, the oh. TV show. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Why is it called a Mandalorian? Because it's about a Mandalorian. Bounty hunting is a complicated profession. Is it a type yeah. of people or is it a ship? Uh, it's a creed rather than a race. They are sort of group of noble warrior bounty hunter dudes. <laughs> I just love <laughs> It's a shame people, were, uh, if they're not watching this, just the just trying to absorb that. Oh, the creed, right? Yeah, that threw me off. I thought, hang on. So I'll ask the question here, shall I let it go? Creed and race? um yes so they're not a species of people they are uh uh like a a sort of almost religious sort of group sect or belief a a belief a code of honor let's say okay they they adhere to and how old the samurai like the samurai Oh, okay let's see how old is it uh it's released in america a couple of months ago and it's being released in uh europe now we're on episode six in europe now so I'm I'm going back into the murky waters tonight. It's my night off, so I'm going back into the murky waters of Star Trek TOS. I'm going to bug another one of those on, see what lunacy I'm watching. Nice, good stuff. stuff. I just want my eyes to see some colour and some weird shit. Yeah, but now you're just going to be, every time they're like, I don't understand what's causing all these subspace disturbances, you're going to be like, it's fucking Carol Baskin. (laughs) Everything's her bitch's fault. It seems like there's a cloaked ship nearby, but who could it be? The Romulans (laughs) or the Klingons? Fucking Carol Baskin. <laughs> that bitch has got a fucking helicopter. She's got a drone on his man. <laughs> Just like when we started the podcast, when we started with the bit about um, the, uh, this call is from the whatever Pennsylvania. Uh, this is yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Joe Exotic. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. This is a call from the Oklahoma County County Lockup from Joe Exotic. But he sounds like he's the robo voice. Like yeah, when you yeah, yeah. like you've got some text input. Yeah. Yeah, what do yeah, you, do you say? He sounds look, more oh, like text to speech. Yeah. Do you say, look, Trump, go on, mate, just let him out. Bollocks to it. Or do you go, no, criminal, didn't did wrong. I say let him out. Let's give him something to look at. I'm surprised Trump hasn't weighed in on it because I know there's obviously coronavirus, but he just he'll talk about whatever he wants anyway. Well, when he, when the, not, you know, I, I think he well, will. He has it carries on. They, they asked him a question. It's one of those things. He did he did make a quote on it because he was asked the question. But the second when he said to the journalist, "Do you think I should let him out?" Jokingly, I thought, "Oh, he he's looking for people to say." Yeah, I think. Oh you should. yeah. So oh, if second... enough, if enough people said, yeah, yeah, yeah. let him out, hundred percent, of course. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Show, it gives me a little, yeah. So I say bollocks, bung him out. Let, let's have a look at him. Let's He's going to be saying, Carol Baskin, lock her up. <laughs> I say, get them both, stick them in cages, and bring them around the fucking US in a freak show. So <laughs> make him, se- make him Secretary of State. Fuck it, like let him out, pardon him, and give him a government. Give him the, whatever, whatever. Make him he ran head for. of the Corona Task Force. Go on, fuck yeah. It, whoever he not? ran for that, go- the co- the government that he ran for, the government presumably ran for, fucking go run for it again. He'll yeah. get in. 
Yeah, governor. Yeah, yeah. He was, yeah, uh, no, he he was governor. Oakland governor. Bring a couple of little tigers with you. Yeah, look, tigers. Vote for me. He's tiger. Vote for me. Little tiger. Vote for me. Uh, so that's it. So that's it. We've we've done the chronology and the anthology. Of, what's an anthology? Uh, a collection of uh, things. Stories. Chronology is a time giant. The anthology, yeah. anthos, and so anthology is usually where they are story. standalone stories connected yeah. by a thread by a similar theme or thread. Well, I think we've covered the history of the, the Tiger King there. Or there might be a t- you never know. We might be only be halfway through the story. It might be more to come. We've jumped on I mean, this podcast yeah, too early. If, 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 they, if they reopen the investigation and find something with Carol, then that will be... That You'll hear be, about it on the podcast, don't we? We will mention it on the podcast. We will yeah, we'll, we will keep we'll break, you informed. We'll break the story. Break we'll break the story every weekend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there you go. So that was our uh, little dig and a little jumping on the bandwagon and squeezing a bit more milk out of the teat of <laughs> Tiger King. Uh, the well. teat of Carol Baskin. Got to bring, bring <laughs> oh, the most out of that algor- algorithm, yeah? <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. So there you go. Uh, so um, that's it. If you, want, <laughs> if, you want go, if you haven't watched it, we've just fucked <laughs> it. You probably won't want to watch it after everything we've been talking about. Oh, but, it's still um, worth watching. Don't get me wrong. Because it's... it's it's so bizarre. Like it's, it is odd. It, it's so odd. If you if you wrote it as a like they talk about making a film adaptation or or a TV or a fictional adaptation of it, like a, what's and the it's point? just like yeah, what's the point? Um, but also, it's one of those things that if that was a film, it would be so unbelievable, and it would be so you'd be going, like, "That's fucking stupid." That would who, never happen. Who would play? Who would play Joe Exotic? Um, Who's the bloke talk- I hate? He's always in. He's in Interstellar. That, I mean, there's no way we can narrow that down here. <laughs> he's in, he's <laughs> like, in Interstellar. He's always got that southern draw. Matthew McConaughey. Like, no, I think that might be, yeah. Him, yeah. him. So he'd Maybe. be like, I saw a tiger. All right, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> oh, um, he's Christian been Bale. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they've talked about um, Billy Bob Thornton to play Rick Kirkham. Yeah, yeah, that was a good call. Who's Billy Bob Thornton? Call. What does he, she do? Uh, Billy, Billy Bob, oh, Billy Bob a, Thornton. Yeah, uh, he's, a, he's a dude. Uh, yeah, he's an actor. Sling Blade. Do you ever see Sling Blade? Sling Blade. He sounds like fucking Joe Exotic. To be fair, <laughs> some people call it the Sling Blade. I call it the Kaiser Blade. <laughs> um, I'd have. Uh, do you remember Jig? Do you remember Saw movies? No, I didn't watch any. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, if you remember who who played Jigsaw, Tobin Bell, I'd have oh. him playing. I'd have him playing Jeff Lowe. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah good call. Yeah. Hello, well, Carol. Would you like to play a game? <laughs> right, so that's the show. There you go. You've had your bit. You can get get back to your life now. You've, we've done your, we've done your <laughs> You life. get back to sitting indoors. <laughs> yeah. We'll be back next weekend or with more uh, hilarity. Actually, a bit more of a serious topic next hilarity week. Hilarity, not guaranteed. Oh, what was next week? I want any business. I'll tell you when we get off air. Okay. What do you mean? Uh, it's, li- it's literally <laughs> my business. Well, not literally your business. You're not being... No, we're not, not, me, no. We're not being... <laughs> well, literally my charity. Um, <laughs> right, so we'll get back to you next week. But uh, yeah, that was the show. Thank you to Karim for... Uh, cool. Cheers, everyone. Thank okay. you. Yeah, see you next week. Stay Take safe. care. Stay cool safe. Bye-bye. Take another drink